This is the United We Stand podcast from Old Trafford around the home game against Chelsea. This podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation in your house. All you need to do, text the word EASY to 60777 to see if you qualify for government fundings and grants. That's the word EASY, E-A-S-Y, to 60777. Why not give it a go? You might be missing out. Yeah. I'm outside Old Trafford. There's about an hour, 40 minutes to kick off before Chelsea against Manchester United. It's cold, it's dry, and it's a big game of football. And the crowd's building nicely. Got three big games at Old Trafford now over the next week. This one, Bournemouth at the weekend, and then Bayern Munich. I've just bumped into uh, my old friend, uh, Binzi. I've not seen you for a bit, Binzi. How's life? <laughs> Still the same. <laughs> Go on. How are you feeling about the football club you love, Binzi? Oh, Fucking hell, where'd you start? Well, where'd you start? It's like going back to the fucking 80s. Well, let's go back to Newcastle at the weekend. How did you feel watching that game? Disgrace. Yeah? Yeah, come on. There's a f- so, where's he from? Uh, Rashford. Near you. Is he? Yeah. I don't think so. We wouldn't have fucking played like that, I'm telling yeah. you now. Yeah. I don't know what's going There's not. He wasn't on his own, no. That Matt Tomney, how the fuck I can play better than him? And that Delo, oh, don't get me going, don't get me going, don't get me going. Fucking Before that, what about Galatasaray last week when you were watching that? Well, I'm, I like Ananu. Yeah. Definitely his fault for the two goals. Yeah, so. and you like him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't go by stats, but obviously his stats are just as good as fucking Allison at Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, come on, give the kid a chance. But you free one up and then you... Go on. You free one up and after an hour to draw that. But you know, I played well in Istanbul. Even my wife said she watched the match with me. So when we were 2-0 no up, she's like that. Oh, they're going to score. They always do the opposition. As soon as you score, they score. And she knows fuck all about football, but she was right. What about Everton a few days earlier? They shit win. anyway. You don't it's a 3-0 no win. Everton, where are they? All right. What about? No, going... no. Where are they, Andy? Come on. Oh, near the bottom of the league. Right. And what happened last season with Everton? I tipped them to go down Everton this year. I think they'll stay up under Sean Dyche. Yeah. Well, it's a good goal by going Nacho. You got to give goal him some of the season. That's the only thing that fucking cheered me up all what week. Was Everton like in the eighties, Binsey? You know where I don't have to tell you about that. <laughs> fucking hell, that was naughty. Every time you went there. But we all went in the main stand one year. What year? Uh, I can't remember, it's that fucking long ago. We all paid in the main stand. Yeah. Brilliant. What happened? And you we were there, 79, when Greenoff put the header down, we got to the final. So you were in the main stand because you wanted a better view of the pitch? Yeah, me and about another 400. And you, when you were there, did you mind your own business? No, they, they well, we had a few altercations with Evertonians. What, but about the game? Just dif- different Well, they're views. from Liverpool, we're from Manchester. We're so not backstabbing snipes. So there's a lot, I'll draw a lot of trouble. A, a lot, yeah, yeah. The police get on it anyway, didn't they? Uh, what would you say to Eric Tenag if you saw him now? Don't worry about your job, Eric, because you, you see this shower here, they've already thrown five managers it's under it's the bus. They've already thrown. So it can't be fucking managers all the time, can't be fucking wrong, can it? 
So it's about time now you take a long, hard look at those players. I've done an interview with him, you know. We do, Eric. Eric, yeah, yeah. from United we stand. But I, they're going to throw him under the bus, Andy. Do you want to come with me next time we do an interview? Yeah. What do you say, man? Just what you say now. You're backing him. Hang on in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're backing you, Eric. You think it's the players who are undermining him? Without a shadow of a doubt. Fucking Sancho and Rashford buying fucking Bentleys. He wants to forget where he got the money to buy them Bentleys from. Do you miss Fred? Fred Claus. That's the only fucking Fred I miss. Fucking Fred. Flying at Fenerbahce, mate. Fucking great. Stay well. there, Fred. I hope you fucking get Player of the Year. I went to see Eric Bailly last week in. Uh... No, I liked Eric. Yeah. And um, what about Chelsea? How are you feeling about this one? Oh, my heart says United, but my fucking head says Chelsea. Feels nervy, doesn't it? Well, he can go out and show the the, the fans that. And what about Jim Ratcliffe? If that deal goes through, because... Well, any time there's a deal going through, it takes fucking four years to go through, so... Not his fault, though, is it? Who's, I don't know, I'm Blazers, not involved in Blazers, the... Blazers, the Blazers. Yeah, they're horrible people. What, um... Money-grabbing whores. What would you do... I'm just try to envisage a situation where... You know, they've got an interim chairman at Manchester United. Yeah. If it was you... Do what Fergie done, like go in that changing room, fire fucking shoes and cups. But well, you're the chairman, you're not the manager. Doesn't matter. You, so this month you've got you've got Liverpool away. You got Wanfield. Fucking dreading it. Mr. Binge, you've got a United yeah. suit on. You've got a walking Wanfield, and you are in charge of Manchester United. Would that be something you'd be comfortable with? Yeah, fucking love it. In the main stand, at Anfield, yeah, I won't give a fuck. Yeah, I know what it means. But you know what? They used to win the league every year. But when we were going to Anfield, we knew we were going to beat them. <laughs> we knew we were going to get beat. Fucking brilliant, yeah. But we could never fucking win the league. And yet, they were the best team in Europe. <laughs> you just knew that there's going to be a result. More yeah, often, yeah, yeah. some great games, weren't there? Free all well, in 88, New Year's Day, 89. But we need to get that inbred into this lot. Into the players. Yeah. I think there's a case for the, meet, the players meeting someone like you. Seriously, I'm not joking. Just not me. Go to a fan forum thing and let them know what it fucking means. The only fans they come across are people who are asking for their autographs well, or signed shirts. Right, now you're talking not, about not, the fans, Andy. They're not coming across lads like you, seriously. The fans have changed here. I enough, have seen it change. There's enough of people with your passion who still go to the match. 19, you know that. Go on a way end, there's still loads of people. Eight. The fans have changed. I know it's changed, but there's but still plenty of people who. who you can't have got open your, your mouth in there now, can you? Of course you can open you your mouth. You get thrown out, they send a text message, the number of the seat where the person. You can't open your mouth in there now. You cannot open your mouth. Are you optimistic about Manchester United this month? I love United. I don't give a fuck to go down to the fucking third division. Would you it's in, would you? <laughs> I've already been in the old fucking second division with them. No, we're united through and through. There's no blues in our family. None? Not a fucking are you, one. Are you mates with any blues? Yeah, I've got a few good mates who are big blues. I can't open my mouth to them at the moment. I'm getting fucking slaughtered. What did he say to you? Uh, I said, the treble. You won the treble this year. We've lost fucking three games. It's all over the fucking world press. Ask him about City's treble. They, well, they bought the cunt, didn't they? What, what did they say? About what fucking they say three billion. Nothing. Zilch. Is Hardwick red or blue? 
Manchester's red, that's all. Stockport's fucking blue, that's about it. You know, City, they're just another Stockport County without the money. That's what they are. Can I have a score prediction for tonight, Vinci? 2-1 United. I hope you're right. So do I. Look after yourself, mate. Take it easy, boys. I'm just walking across the forecourt, bumped into this gentleman. What's your name? Rishab. Where are you from? I'm, uh, I live in San Diego. Uh, I'm originally from Bombay, India. And you told me, well, you, you've got a copy of United We Stand, yes. so that's a, a good tick in your favour. <laughs> and your first time at Old Trafford? First time at Old Trafford. I'm actually here waiting for my best friend to arrive. We, are, we originally bought tickets for the Bournemouth game on Saturday. And uh, I got here today from London and decided that I would just look up and see if I could find tickets. I found one ticket in the Stratford End, so I'm here. Fantastic. So yeah. it took you how long to fly? Uh, well, way. San Diego, I've been in London for the last four days. Okay. I uh, just up. took the train up today. What do you make of Old Trafford, your first time here being outside it? Uh, it's a little surreal. I've like looked at it in pictures and videos and YouTube and all sorts of stuff for like since I was 15. How do you consume Manchester United? Are you aware of the San Diego Reds? Uh, I am. You should go with them. They've got a great bar downtown. I've really heard. good people. Yeah, well, yeah. Go I'm, down there. Yeah, I also follow full time uh, full time levels. Well, Stratford Paddock now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I follow them a lot, but uh, never really got into the communities down there. But I definitely need to do that in San Diego. Fantastic. Well, you're on the United We Stand podcast yes. now. And the first thing you came up to me and said was that you listened to Talk of the Devils as well. Yes. Was it? So we'll, we're going to do one of them one of them tomorrow. You enjoy your copy of United We Stand. Can I have a score prediction? 2-0. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I'm outside the, the Chelsea end. You can see uh, Chelsea fanzine being sold. It's the only away fanzine that's sold at Old Trafford. Dave's the editor. He's a great lad. I've known him for a long, long time. What's your name, mate? Alex. Alex. And looking very smart on the Old Trafford forecourt. How are you feeling about the game tonight? Always, mate. Always dress well for the Chelsea. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm feeling fairly easy about it, to be honest. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not expecting too much, but I, I'm hopeful we can get something today. Um, at, least a, at least a point. I mean, I, haven't, I, I think the amount of times I've been here, I must have been here about five times. never seen us win at Old Trafford. But really? Feeling tonight could be the night. You go home and away with Chelsea? Yeah, home and away, yeah. yeah. What's it been like this season? <laughs> Up and down, better than last season still. Um... Yeah, quite uh, quite frustrating though um, overall. Um, but you know, we've always performed against the big teams, so I don't know whether that means we perform against you or not. We'll have to have to wait and see. I mean, you were European champions two years ago. From the outside looking in, it, it seems to be chaos. You've obviously, um, Roman Abramovich has moved on. How do most Chelsea fans feel about the new owners? If I'm honest, my, most of them detest him. Like most most of them aren't, aren't a fan at all. It's some of the it's some of the lowest that sort of supporter engagement's been with the ownership for for a long, long time. Like people don't like the owners one bit, if I'm honest. Um, and yeah, atmosphere amongst the fans isn't great at the minute. I mean, obviously results are a factor, but it'll come with the results, won't it? And who's been your best player so far this season? Cole Palmer, I suppose. Really? Yeah, which I'm sure we'd be glad to hear. Well, <laughs> a Mancunian United fan. Exactly, like three exa- miles exactly mate. Exactly. Chelsea. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Who's disappointed? Who's disappointed? 
Um, I wouldn't say anyone was disappointed too much this season, to be honest. Um, because last season was so disappointing. So really, it's, it's been such a low bar. I can't really complain. Um, but yeah, no. I've, all the all the rubbish players last season have been poor this season as well. But you know, people have stepped up a little bit this year. It's the taking Pochettino. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent in Poch. It's just the owners that people don't like. That's the, that's mad, the mad, exactly, mad, mate, exactly. Tell me finally about the sort of independent fan culture at Chelsea. I know you've got a fanzine. You, you organise all your trips to away games and stuff. Is it still pretty strong? Is there a strong heartbeat still at your club? among the fans I like to think so but it's with the owners it's been difficult I mean we've got what Dave does with the fanzine we we do stuff in the shed end um, we, we are the shed but we, we've gone off the ball a bit this year because we've fallen out of favour with the club they, they've started to implement a few new rules at Stamford Bridge that have made life a bit more difficult for us if I'm honest, I don't really like the way the club's going with the with the current ownership, but I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll fight it back. But at the same time, like I said, it comes with the results. If we're winning every game at the minute, people wouldn't care. So, and what do you do in the shed end? Uh, we do all the all the flags and banners, all the displays in there. So yeah, we sometimes work with the Matthew Harding as well. Um, but yeah, we've been quite inactive this season just because the the club have been quite difficult, if I'm honest. And also, there's been no real motivation in terms of results. That's been another factor, but. Um, but yeah, we'll maybe in the new year we'll we'll start getting on it a bit more. Thank you for your time. No. There's 72 minutes gone and it's United 2 Chelsea 1. Really entertaining game. Top atmosphere at Old Trafford. Scott McTominay just put United 2 1 up. He's just gone for a hat trick, but he skewed that one. Loads of chances, including for Chelsea, but Manchester United have been dominant throughout the game. Started well, started really brightly. Good performances all over the pitch. Garnacho's been a threat. His cross for McTominay for the second was beautiful. Some of his earlier uh, passes were a bit overhit. Bruno Fernandes always involved. Amrabat steady. Maguire playing well. So I've really enjoyed this. This is Man United. And I was talking in Istanbul last week when we were 3-1 up. I don't want to curse again because at this moment I think Manchester United are going to win this game but, but, but you know what the team have been like this season but after 73 minutes this has been a hugely entertaining game I've not been able to say that enough watching United this, this season lots of support for Eric Tanag. Chelsea are having a little moment now of pressure but United have defended well Chelsea's goal listen to that roar listen to that just went towards goal but Robert Sanchez the, the Chelsea goalkeeper came out and actually was currently cursing himself United have had chances don't win this game they'll be cursing some of them chances missed including an early penalty a poor penalty actually from Bruno Fernandes listen to Jay stand now go on Jay United 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 attacking the Stratford end Another corner for Manchester United. It goes short. Bruno's looped one in, but Sanchez collects it quite comfortably. Just got to be careful when Chelsea counter like now. Fantastic from Amrabat. 
there's been two or three times where Chelsea have been outnumbering Manchester United, but Delo came back once, Amrabat came back once, Fernandes came back once, so the players are getting back when they need to. I've enjoyed it. I keep saying I've enjoyed it. <laughs> and I have. Just be such a shame if Manchester United don't win this. Come on, you Reds. So now in the last minute, 93 minutes have been played. This crowd was just singing. Three points behind City Scott now. McTominay. Manchester United will move. What, three points behind City? The title charge is on. But until this game is over, I will not be relieved because I've seen too much of this team this season. There's 30 seconds left. Stop building up as old as it's coming to a climax. Chelsea got the ball. Cole Palmer, Amrabat, another nice block. Reggion looked like he'd gone down and was seriously injured, but just sprung back to life in true Spanish football style. So 94 minutes, so that should just be it now. And a really good block from Reggion. And now uh, it's a Chelsea corner. On 94 and 20. Just blow the whistle, ref. That's all you need to do. I'm so nervous watching this. Ninety-four minutes, thirty-five seconds. That's it. Listen to that beautiful sound. Three points. Manchester United two, Chelsea one. Really entertaining game. Top atmosphere under the lights at Old Trafford. This is what we live for. Big win that. Big, big, big. Much-needed win. Big for the manager, big for the players. Top performances as well. Stratford and his singing. Eric Tenard's Red and White Army. As a pitch invader runs onto the pitch, slips and gets brought down. The TV cameras are on Eric Tenag. Pitch Invaders earned himself a nice five-year ban there. He's not spoke to anyone. Don't know who he was even looking at getting towards. Stratford then singing Eric Tenag on my arm. Well, that was a nice win. I'm with um, my favourite Serbian, second favourite Serbian, third favourite Serbian. After, third. after his dad, after your dad, okay, your dad, your dad looked after me big time before the Belgrade derby. When you need looking after Bojan Jordic, people. Nice one for joining United. We stand. What did you make of that? I'm just happy you said I was third and my dad was counter into that because Nemanja Vidic is your favourite all time. Oh, even if yeah. you know me longer. I've known you longer. But the but, thing but, is, you know, for me is, I came here, I just wanted to see attitude, Andy. 
I didn't want to see pathetic body language like I did against Newcastle. That was devastating for me to see. I didn't come here to see beautiful football. I came to see players giving it for the supporters. Tonight's win was dedicated to the supporters because they actually grafted and put a shift in. Who impressed you tonight? Scotty McTominay scored too, yeah. but I thought Garnacho was outstanding. And you know, Cocorea is not the best left back. Think about him playing on the right. Sterling doesn't help him, but Garnacho, both first and the second half, he caused problems. He was troubling and also found the cross for Scott McTominay's winner. Beautiful cross. Some of his balls were over here, came alive in the, the second half. Anthony was involved, wasn't he? He, he was involved, but you still expect, expect more. This is good enough when you win, but you want your winger, especially wingers you pay a lot of money for, to do even more. Because as a creative player, people, of course, they will not look how much you track back. It's how many assists, how many goals you can contribute into this team. We're still Manchester United. No matter this rough patch or whatever, even if our performances do not deserve all these points, but for tonight's game, I'm going to go home to Stockholm and be happy with the attitude, which I hope we'll see on Saturday against Bournemouth. Amrabat was steady tonight. He's not had a, a good start to his Manchester United career. Andy, if you have Kobe Maino, mm. even if he's only 18, I've seen enough for him that he needs to start every game. Really? In a couple of oh, games? Honestly, Is that not a big games? leap of faith for such no, a young player? because you can see his first touch. The, the way when he gets the ball, the game stops. So you're not having Amrabat then? No, because <laughs> we have somebody that's going to play. If he keeps progressing this way, he's going to be the main man in the centre midfield. Amrabat was steady, but with Kobe Maino, you can actually play out of the back. Harry, another good game. Of course, it helped him as well with the Luke Shaw in the second half with the pace. Luke because Manchester. I said, I even spoke to Danny Weber about it. Chelsea's front three, it's like a fast car with no driver. And with Luke Shaw's pace, it's easy for Harry then to step sometimes a little bit, even miss a tackle or two because Luke Shaw is behind him. What do you make of Hoyland? He's from close to your, your part in the world. Here's Hoyland would come, give him time. Uh, he, he was great for Atalanta, even if, he, even, even if he, in Serie A he scored against the lesser teams and problems against the bigger teams. But his presence, you know what I like about Hoyland, even if he's not involved that much, he still drags you around. So people, especially wingers, need to know sometimes to cross early balls because his movement in the box is fantastic. He showed that for Denmark, he showed in Serie A, and as soon as his first Premier League goal comes, he will ease the burden because he's been carrying that through the Champions League. Onana? Onana as well. You know, like I like to always criticize and all that, uh, but give him time. He's done these mistakes in Ajax. In Inter, it was a totally different built team around him that made it into the Champions League final. A team that didn't concede that many chances. And if you bring a number one in, you have to stand behind him. Even if them mistakes against Galatasaray, even I had enough at that time but he's still our number one he's the best goalkeeper you, you didn't travel to Istanbul to see it mate no you, you would do no, no listen I, I switched your television in off Stockholm I said, listen, you, you have to sub him but then, then you like you calm down a little bit and you say listen when you come to a new environment the defence in front of him is still not as stable we are not stable as a team we don't control games enough but tonight it made it easier because our pressing was the first time we actually pressed yeah. and won the ball high up Andy. Yeah. yeah right to the end as well Exactly, you have to continue. If you're falling back like we did, they created the best chance with Broya's header because we fell back a little bit too deep and it's, then it's easier to hurt us. Are you and Nemanja the only two people who've played for... No, no, no. Nikola Jovanovic. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. 
name Nicola, the, name you know the three he took players. A club, you know he took a club car and never came back. He said, listen, I can I borrow the club car? And he just, he, went, he just went it back was, to Belgrade. It was a club BMW and Martin Edwards told me that story. <laughs> is Nicola still alive, do you know? I think he is. I think Otherwise, he is. I think, is. I would, I otherwise think he's I living... Heard. I think he's living in Montenegro. Yeah. Um, Good choice, by the coast. It's a beautiful... You've been there, I know. I got I got invited with um, a, a very good Serbian footballer last year who looked exactly, after us. Exactly, and he's um, a top man. And he introduced me to his mate, who played for Sport in Lisbon, who's who was a scout for United in that part of the world. So the okay. man you brought him along okay. as well. It's so, nice that you called me as well. Okay, I can see you real friends. Are you just no, left no, me? No, 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 no. Like it was a big listen, talent. Now, listen, he, he, listen. I just leave him alone now. If you, I wanna, I wanna be with the if captain. If you lived on the Montenegrin coast. Then I'd get in touch with you, but you're not there, are okay, you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a house in Croatia, in, in but every coast there is in Florida. Every Slavia, single time I'm gonna invite you. I've been to Stockholm. Have I got in touch with you? Yes or no? Yes, because you're forced to, because you knew I would be peed off, and you know I run Stockholm, so I will chase you down. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna take issue with you here. Let's go back to 2013. United yeah. play in Stockholm. Yeah. You say, right, let's go and have a night out. Yeah. I think that you're gonna take me out. You're the man around Stockholm. We're going to be going in to these clubs where it's just full of yeah. absolutely beautiful-looking people. Yeah, where did I take you? And what? No, no. What you said to me is, "Where are Man United hooligans?" Yeah, and we went there. And I, we, yeah, we met, so I we met him. I had to in take the you out in the south part of town. Yeah, nice one. That you was know what really enjoyable. You know why? Why? You know why? Because I don't spend that much time with supporters, and when people travel to Stockholm to watch United play. I want to be there, you know? I they, miss they that dry me, English yeah. banter. And, I, I, yeah. and you loved it. We, yeah. had a great we did night have a good out. night. You can always come to Stockholm, I'll take you out and you'll be like the king. But it feels like I'm letting my people down if I don't all meet the real supporters. <laughs> Everyone loved you that night and we did have a good night. It was a good um, night. Got a little message from Stockholm yesterday yeah. and I think we should mention this person on the podcast because someone who I really like, I didn't even know him that well when he played here. Yes, but, but Henning Berg. Oh, Henning. Yes, Jesper's... Um, in touch with Jasper still. Um, Henning. So Henning went to manage a big team in Stockholm. Yeah, yeah, okay, Stockholm. And really improved them, is my understanding of it. Uh, he saved us from relegation. So hopefully he's going to have a better 2024. He came steady the ship, but now we have to develop because he came one of the biggest clubs in Stockholm. Yeah. So you have to be in the top. So Henning. hopefully Henning will take us forward. Otherwise, I'll be at the training session. Do the fans like him? Yeah, they do, because we were in crisis when he took over. Yeah, he's a good yes. coach. Of course. Tactically, he's fantastic. Listen, even if he's left like Cyprus or Poland, but always the first or second season, he won titles. He improved players. You, you do not win the league with Legio Warsaw yeah, if you're an idiot. I mean. You don't Same win the league, and, and very close yeah. in Norway as well, yeah. and Hungary as well yeah, on no, the last day of the season. Know. Exactly. You know, he might not be Ancelotti level, yeah. but he's a very, very good and coach. And then countries, if you don't perform, if you come second or third, you know you're going to getting the sack. People are never well, they happy. They told me about um, yeah, no, I mean. Legio Warsaw's ultras coming yeah, down to the training they're ground. Never, they're never happy. I'll let them have the say. <laughs> so, so I'm happy to. I'm, I'm happy he's there. Actually, I think he's double their average number of points from when he went there to how many they were picking up. doesn't say a lot because we're not picking up no, no, points. No, I know you were struggling, <laughs> but he's done well, hasn't he? No, he has. He's set it a ship. Like I told you, it's a big club. They average like 25,000 people in a 30,000-seater stadium because Friends Arena is only 30,000. But Andy, I'll leave you with this. I liked the attitude i shown tonight, but it's tonight. You have to do it week in and week out to get supporters on board. And of course, the playing style needs to improve 
because still we are Manchester United people should not forget that even when you criticize you criticize because you criticize people you love the most and that's because this club receives criticism and it's justified because we want to see better football and players that actually play for the badge well yeah it's lovely to see you again you too this holiday season as you're pounding down the potatoes the gravy I want you to think about everything you've looked at on your phone in the last few days. Every website, good and bad. Now, who's in charge of the Wi-Fi you've been enjoying all of that content on? Is it a family member? Dad? Mum? Sister-in-law? Well, guess what? That person has access to all the crazy stuff you've been looking at, unless you use a VPN like ExpressVPN. I use ExpressVPN, it's an app I've got on my phone, my computer. It encrypts all my online traffic, so whatever I do stays private. By the way, if you think that incognito mode will save you, think again. Incognito mode does nothing except hide your history from yourself. If you don't have ExpressVPN turned on, you may as well just clink your glass at dinner and read through your browsing history out loud to your whole family. The same goes wherever you are. Work, home, travelling. Are you really going to trust people around you? Your boss, girlfriend, boyfriend, Airbnb host to respect your privacy? I've been using Express VPN for about four years now. Use it most days. I think it's the best VPN that I've ever used. And it's one reason why we've partnered with Express VPN to get you a special offer. If you go to expressvpn.com forward slash united right now, you can get an extra three months for absolutely nothing. That's expressvpn.com forward slash united. Go to expressvpn.com forward slash united to learn more. It's after the game, I've just bumped into Patrice Evra. What did you make of it tonight? What are you up to at the moment, Pat? <laughs> a lot of things. I, 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 I'm living in a suitcase right now. I'm traveling so much. Sounds uh, like me. I'm filming something with uh, Park Jason, uh, with the Korean TV, where we meet uh, all the Korean players playing in Europe and sharing the experience. The one we had, me and G, some memories. So being busy with that. Of course, a massive uh, defender of ending the violence against children. So I'm doing... Uh, lot of things. I was at the web summit and traveling and of course so today I, I did the game for, for Amazon. I'm happy. I think I'm really happy. I expect a massive reaction. I know people keep talking about the game uh, against Newcastle but we have to talk about that because we're in shock with some attitude. You know I feel like it doesn't matter if you lose but if you run and you, 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 you die for this badge. The, the fan will be behind you. And you can see before the game, I was there in the tunnel and the fans were already behind the team. So that's what we asked for. But congratulations to, to all the players because I know Scott win the man of the match. But I think the star was the team and not only one player, but every player were determined to uh, put behind what's happened in Newcastle. Uh, they, they take that opportunity. Take care. Yeah, take care, yeah. Come on, yeah. Good luck. So, so yeah, great, great, great results. We have like shit Grodman staff, look at them. <laughs> it's great how you still remember the, the ground staff No, there. I love them because every time I come, I eat the, I eat the pitch. So now, that. yeah, sometimes you put some garlic on the pitch. But, 
Yeah. Can I ask you about Luke Shaw? You, he just came up and said hello to you. Yeah. Um, Manchester United seem to be better with Luke in yeah. the team. How do you read yeah, him as I think, a player? I, I think Luke now is a, is a senior player, and uh, the only things was uh, wrong with Luke. It was his injury, but if. Uh, you know, he keeps that consistency and even I say on the TV, I want to see Luke playing left-back. I don't want him to see play centre-back. I, I played a few games as a centre-back for Manchester but because he was an emergency, because everyone was injury. So I don't know what's happening, why he keeps uh, uh, playing at the centre-back, like when you know you got like Varane or whatever. Warren wasn't on the squad today because I, I just care. Because you know when you play full-back and, 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 and centre-back, it's not the same movement and that's when you can be exposed at getting more injury. I play centre-back, like I say here, as an emergency. I play centre-back at Juventus because I was getting whole, so it was a reason. So that's, I just want to see him like carry on as a left-back because he's doing, he's doing great. He's doing great and you have to keep having this consistency because that's what people want from a left-back. What does he do when he goes forward? Well, tell me about him tactically as a player. To me, he's driving forward. But that, that's, we have, I have lots of uh, discussion with, uh, with Luke, uh, I think like three years ago, where sometimes they were even showing my clip and I was telling him why you played, you passed the ball back. And I think that's what changed now. Even if he doesn't have the, the solution to play forward, he will drive with the ball and that's what left-back you know, like United left back, that's what people want to see, that's what the fans want to see. I think he's changed that, he played more, less back pass, he's more confident. And I'm sure we're going to see the same Luke Shaw playing for the English national team and keep playing for, for United. But you can see the manager trust him as a, as a leader on the pitch and he proved it, but just let's make sure he stay fit. Who are you still in touch with about the lads who you played with? No, we are in, in touch with everyone. I think I had enough of this WhatsApp group where we, um, we, we, we talk every day, like, like even this morning, to, uh, uh, this evening, we, we talk about games, we, we have a lot of jokes, I won't say what kind of joke, no, but they are crazy, but, but this, this, this group like really keep us alive and we laugh every time and uh, like I say, it, it wasn't just uh, a team, it was a family and having this group, I'm, I'm not sure many teams uh, around the world have like a WhatsApp group when you still have play with people when, in, since 2006. Do you, do you talk about events or games? I spoke yesterday to Oli Gunnar um, about a game which I'm told comes up a lot in UEFA's scouting modules. Barcelona nil, Manchester United nil, 2008. It's seen as a defensive masterclass. And Ole Gunnar didn't even play in that, yeah. that game, but he was a young coach at Manchester United. No, but I, I remember uh, that, that game. I think we should give a lot of credit to Carlos Carrios. Yeah. Uh, he, Is that when he put the mats down? He, that's when he put the mats on the pitch. And, you know, people like Polsko, whatever. Yeah, and you. Was like, and my, what the hell? I bet you exactly. were like I was like, what the hell is going on here? But actually, he worked. It was like in that zone. That's where, you know, the Barcelona player like to come in that pocket. So. You can't go in that in that mat, but you have to stop, like you know, the, the ball touching this mat. So no, uh, even if he was nil-nil, it was a great satisfaction, and of course uh, the, the the return. And I also give a lot of credit to someone like Pargisen. He was man of the match, uh, both legs, uh, and he was like defending and attacking. So yeah, masterclass. Patrice, you marked Lionel Messi out the game in Barcelona. Don't so, talk about other people. Stop being so fucking <laughs> modest. No, but right. this this is the game where. I think Sir Alex Ferguson exposed me the most when we have this meeting before the final and he say, Patrice, if we lose today, it's because of you. They talk about Lionel Messi become the, be, be the best player in the world and everything, but if we lose, 
I will, I will take you responsible. So I was like, oh shit, what's going on? I look around, so all my teammates were looking at me. And I remember thanks to that game, after that, even my teammate and the manager like trust me more as a defender because I had a great game. I think like maybe in 20 challenge with Messi, he only passed one when he put the ball over my head, but that's it. And uh, I remember Gary Neville and his eyes and people that like, they were like, wow, Patrice. And after that, I was like really proud of myself because Ferguson also can, can see I could under the pressure because he actually say, if we lose the game, it's down to you. What's your favorite bit? What's your favorite bit of your own book? Wow, my favorite of my own book. Uh, you, you write it with me, so you will know. I will. Uh, the best bit is you taking your, your driving test. I know you are going to say that. <laughs> I love I, it. I was driving I like, like Snoop Dogg and uh, yeah, crazy story. No, he's a. I think every part of. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Okay. Everyone's coming to Patrice. They miss him. Yeah. I just see you. See you, see you, Mike. You too, Mike. You too. So. No, I think every part of the book, uh, but yeah, it's, it's quite hilarious and people still stop me and say, oh my God, like even tonight, uh, fans were waiting with my books and everything. Really? And yeah, 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 it's like, it's wow. like crazy. One day I was in the train and I passed and the guys looked me, like his mouth was open. He was like actually in shock. Then I passed by, he said, you won't believe. And he showed me the phone. He was actually listening the, the, the book oh, on the, the train, audio the audio one. The audio wow. one. And from the beginning. Wow, we wrote that book over five different cities, didn't we? Turin, Marseille, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming to Marseille, you yeah. were dressed as a fucking panda. I know. From Marseille. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You remember that, you remember Hello, that, but nice now. Hello, nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. But now I just say, Love yes, John? You. Don't worry. How are you, mate? Yeah, here. Good to see you. You okay? Brilliant. Right, I'll leave Pat yeah. to it there. Just back with me, Mum. So you got a train from town? From Manchester and the Met, waiting. Chelsea fans blocking the train. We couldn't get on saying, welcome to your shit old Manchester. I said, what will have you tonight? So you told the Chelsea fans on the tram that you're going to have them tonight. And you were right, because you yep. made one. Predicted. Do one, get back. Well, get back down to London. So which, yeah. which players did you like tonight, Mum? Gracio, what's Ganacho and Scotty? You like Scotty? Yeah. yeah. And, and what about the manager? Are you having him? Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, like him as well. You're back Played him. well. Yeah, of course, yeah, I'm 100%. Yeah, yeah fabulous. Okay. Yeah, great result. Great result. Get back home to the south. Yeah, you don't like Southerners, mother. Don't mess with the north. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> so that's it for this podcast really enjoyed that at Old Trafford and thanks to everybody loads of you for buying the new United We Stand we've got a big exclusive interview with Eric Ten Hag in there and we'll be selling the mag at Bournemouth on Saturday and by Munich next week the digital version is now available to download it's the only place where you can read the full interview with Eric Ten Hag ignore the aggregators read the full stuff in its entirety. You'll see the full context for the whole interview. So it feels nice to end the podcast on a happy, optimistic note. I know that the dressing room was very satisfied with how they played. 
and that the players selected played for that badge on their shirt. No question and answers about that. Next podcast will be from Old Trafford this Saturday, Bournemouth at home.